You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, theater fans. Welcome and thanks for tuning in. This is just a quick heads up for everyone with warning uh, triggers around this topic. This episode does contain conversations about rape and sexual assault. So please, please, please be careful as you listen through. Enjoy and we will see you on the other side. Hello, theatre fans, one and all. Welcome back to the We Are Theatre podcast. We are kicking it on with our jagged little pill month here, I guess we can call it. I'm back with Liam Head, who plays Nick Healy in the Australian production. How are you going, Liam? Very well. Very well. How are you? I am so excited to keep talking about the show. I absolutely love it. I've seen it before, but to have it here in Australia now is just so, so exciting. It's very Um, exciting. Yeah. Let's... We'll come back to the show in a second. What was your yeah. introduction to theatre? How did you get into performing and being where you are now? Yeah, cool. um, well, I suppose I, I grew up in a, a small Baptist church and my, my dad was the worship leader there. And so I was kind of always thrown up on stage and I was singing and doing that kind of stuff. Uh, and then it got to a point where I kind of wanted to try dancing. Um, and so I went to a few dance classes at this um, small country dance school called Divine Rhythm. Uh, and then we kind of... We kind of moved away from that, um, just with like money being tight and all that kind of stuff. And then a few years later, so when I was uh, probably ten, I, I got my first singing lesson, and I just fell in love with it. My the very first song I ever sang was "Where Is Love" from Oliver, and I was looking at the ground the entire time, so nervous. Uh, didn't want anyone to look at me, um, uh, but yeah, kind of kept going with that. Uh, figured I, I kind of wanted to do musical theatre because I, I fell in love with Newsies, but I couldn't dance to save my life because by this point it's been a few years since I, since I did dancing. So I got into back into dancing when I was 14 uh, and did like 26 hours a week, just kind of kept grinding, just wanted to dance, wanted to dance um, in the hopes to get into the con at, in Queensland, and I yep. did. Uh, and went to the con and just finished this year. Well, I, I kind of had to leave early, which is pretty cool. Um, it's sad to, to leave my friends, but yeah. um, taking the opportunities that come. Um, exactly. Yeah, and, and here I am now. First professional show, getting into it and getting stuck in. What's it been like to kind of be like, yeah, cool. I've booked my first show. I, I'm ready to rumble now. <laughs> well, well when, uh, when I got the call from my agent at the time, uh, she called me and she sounded pretty chipper. So I was pretty, I was pretty excited because I knew that there was news coming and she said, uh, they want you for Nick Healy. And I kind of just 
couldn't believe it. I was like, like cover, neck cover, ensemble, swing, cover. I don't know. They're like, no, 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 neck. I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, so it's still, it's still a dream come true. It's still a lot of responsibility that I'm trying to maintain and, yeah. and work on. Um, but yeah, it's, it seems a fun. And I mean, I, I, I get to live on stage instead of living behind a desk. So I'm pretty happy. How cool is it? Yeah, right. Um, for everyone that hasn't seen the show, do you want to give your little breakdown of who Nick is um, yeah. in the show so we know who we're talking about for the rest of the episode? Yeah. Nicholas Healy is a 17-year-old boy um, currently in grade 12 or senior year of high school in, in the States. Grew up in a hometown called Connecticut. Uh, and he's kind of like this, this pin-up boy, poster child, uh, typical... American. Uh, he gets referred to as Captain America in, in the play um, just because he just, he seems, he seems perfect. Uh, everyone has expected him to do perfect things. He's um, the champion for swimming um, that would have helped him get into Harvard. He's just gotten into Harvard in the play. Uh, he's doing, he's ticking boxes left, right and center, but he's kind of ticking all these boxes just to um, make his, his parents, specifically his mom happy. Yeah. Uh, his yeah his his mom's golden boy uh her her treasure i suppose and so his whole life he's just kind of just trying to make her happy and doing things doing things for her not necessarily for himself although what he's doing is, is fun and he enjoys what he's doing is he's kind of doing it for the wrong reason um yeah yeah that's, that's kind of nick in a really basic moment. amazing we'll deep dive into some of nick's other things in a second um but Getting this script and getting stuck in, what was kind of thing, how did you start forming your version of Nick um, pre-coming into rehearsals and everything like that? What was your initial reaction to reading the script and everything like that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Nick kind of is, is continuing to evolve every day, which is, which is crazy and not what I expected. Uh, but I came into the rehearsal room with... Um, Yes, a preconceived idea, but also with, with the notion that, that this will change. And when we, I start to work with Leah, um, she'll give me more direction. In my, in my auditions, the Zoom auditions that I had for it, I kind of, I kept Nick as this angsty teenager who kind of fought back at his mom every now and again. Um, but then after exploring it and working with it and looking at his arc and his trajectory, because in, in their you know, auditions, you only get like two pieces of paper. Yeah. You have no clue what players um but now playing it as more submissive and okay 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 yes 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 we'll do actually less of that that fight back and he actually learns how how to talk respectfully i suppose back to his to his mom like how, how to stand up for himself to yeah. play um so that's that's one that's one what was the question is it has he changed or, or what, what is he like what was my well, idea yeah, what was like, how did you go about forming him? Like, this is perfect oh, yeah. answer. You're all over it. <laughs> Great, probably. <laughs> yeah, so I was kind of, you have the, in drama school, the lovely Kate Foy taught us the three eyes, uh, investigate, infer, invent. And so you get your scripts and you investigate it. You, you rip it apart. Okay, he's at school. Okay, he, um, uh, so you look into it, you see that he, uh, that, at the start of the play, someone says, let's go to a party. And he says, we have practice in the morning. You want to swim 200 to the hangover. So obviously he, he values his sport and his reputation higher than having a good time with, with friends and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's, 
it's pretty interesting looking at that kind of stuff. And that informs a lot about the character. And then you infer, which is what I kind of just did. So I investigated the text, you then infer what that means. And then there will be many parts that of the play that are just untouched, like yeah. Nick, love life. There's, there's no mention of it at yeah. all. So I can, I can then invent, I suppose, has he had a past relationship? Honestly, probably not. I think his, his relationship is, he's got a close relationship with his mom and trying to make her happy and a close relationship with his work and close relationship with trying to do everything perfect and everything right. Um, which is, which takes too much time than like frou-frou relationships, like high school. I think he looks, he looks past it or looks a little bit down on it. So yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that we get to invent. I love that. The creative process of theater is just fantastic, especially when like you guys get to have this free reign and do what you're doing uh, at yeah. this point. Um, yeah. So what was your, um, what's the word, exposure to Alanis's music prior to this show? Um, I, I listened to ABC radio growing up a, a whole lot. I'm a massive talkback kid. Spencer Houston, Kelly Higgins Divine, loved it. Um, that's probably my only exposure, probably listening to Ironic every now and again, driving into school with dad on the radio. I had no clue who Alanis was, no clue. I had no clue what Jagged Little Pill meant um, or how impactful and avant-garde it was. Yeah. Because it's really such an incredible album and doing the research, there's nothing like it before. Um, yeah, so yeah. very little, unfortunately, but yeah. I think the, the cool thing, and I had this discussion with Emily. The, this um, musical is able through the music to explore so many different themes throughout. That if you were to say, "Hey, we're going to put these ten themes into one show," everyone would be like, "You're trying to achieve too much." Yeah. Um, but somehow this show manages to just hit it on the head. So, what does it mean to you to be able to carry so many? prominent and strong themes that are currently at the forefront of all social conversation and put it on stage in front of an audience um, coming every night. It's a responsibility and it's, it's also a privilege. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love commercial musical theater. I mean, I love newsies. I love commercial theater. I love it. Uh, Shrek. I would love to be part of those kind of shows. Um, I love a good dance break. I love jumping. I love sweating on stage. I love doing things that just make people happy. But this show really isn't that at all. And I was talking to, to Mags McKenna, Maggie McKenna, um, just the other day about this, about how it, it's, it's such a privilege, but also a huge responsibility. And yeah. there's a huge weight to it. And you're not just stepping out on stage and making people laugh and making people feel things, but you're making, you're making people think. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and yeah, and regardless of, of what you believe politically, you can't not talk after watching the show. And I think yeah. that's, that's our only job as, as performance. Yeah. If we're going on and we're making people believe or if we're telling people something, then that's more like a textbook. Yeah. But if we're making people think, if we're, if we're giving the opportunity for people to think and question themselves, then the, yeah, that's, that's art. So yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. I literally had this discussion with Emily um, cool. that I, when I saw it on Broadway, I'd never left a theater feeling confronted by a show before, like just made me think about how, why do I view things like this? Why is my thought process this way? Like, yeah. and just so many different things. Um, Nick is at a kind of center of one of the kind of bigger themes that have come to life in yeah. 
the last two years socially yeah. as well um, yeah. with the Me Too movement. And I, I think we could call it rape culture, I think, is yeah. what Nick is involved in. Um, yeah. How did you go about working with Grace and everything like that to get the emotional rawness that you guys need to kind of present this to an audience? It's, it's, I actually think it's, it's, it's less about um, working with your scene partner and more about working, working on yourself yep. before you get there. Um, with GWB, Jagged Pill, Australia, they've done awesome, an awesome job of giving us the resources and material for support networks, um, websites, uh, different modes and mediums to be able to, to look into and research this kind of stuff safely. Yeah. Um, and also have the opportunity to, to talk to someone about the stuff that, that you're kind of exploring and, and, and exposing. Um, and the work that we do isn't necessarily supposed to be safe, I suppose. Like, yeah. like it's, not, it's not necessarily safe work. It's, yeah. it's raw work. It's real work. Yeah. Uh, but we, find, we need to find a way to make it um, yeah, as safe as possible. Uh, and, oh, sorry, it's not, it's not comfortable work is what I was trying to say. Yeah. But, but it should be safe work. Yeah. Um, and they've done a really, really good, good job of doing that. It's uh, it's certainly confronting when you when you look at topics of privilege, and I don't think uh, myself included that there are many times throughout this, this whole experience, and there will be many times in every single show that I do until the day I die. I hope I hope I never stop learning. Um, where I go, oh wow, I didn't know that. Oh wow, I, I need to check my privilege again. Or oh wow, this is this is an issue that I can now be a part of a solution for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that, and that that's what this show is is just putting all of these social issues front and center for people to sit there for an hour two hours and be almost not forced but kind of have to consume it they can't change the channel they can't like they can choose to walk out if they want to but probably won't i'm pretty sure people walk out yeah Uh, what is that on broadway where it's just yeah, and that's, that's, that's more than fair enough. But, yeah, it, it's just I'm really excited to see how, especially after the last two years with everything that's come up with Black Lives Matter, Me Too, all the little other, not little, but other social movements that are kind of represented through themes in the show as well. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how audiences react here. Especially um, an Australian audience as well. Yeah. Um, I think so many Australians put a divide between Australian America, so, or America is just kind of crazy, you know, or, or that's going on in America that's not here. Yeah. Um, but they're going to watch an American show, an American story, and they're going to be so confronted with all these themes that are actually prevalent in Australia. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be able to see that and, and reflect it um, onto, yeah, their, their everyday experience here. Yeah. What's the biggest thing that you've kind of learned about yourself through this process? What's something that you've taken away that, you know, coming out the other side? you're going to look at differently or react differently to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, many, many things, um, personal things, political things, uh, performative things, like as, as, as a performer, uh, many things I'm, I'll learn about myself and my work and how I operate in my craft. Uh, but I think one of the greatest things that I've, I've learned, and this is going to sound pretty naff, um, but is, is the power of, I just suppose that learning um, I kind of didn't understand it or, or understand the influence it can have on yourself and on other people. And at the end of the day, that's all you can really ask of yourself. 
is to keep learning and is to keep keep your mind open um, yeah. and to keep thinking. Because I think so many people can just can just shut that off uh, and think, oh no no, this is how I've been brought up, or this is what I think, or this is what old mate told me on the telly, yeah. uh, and, and and this is how I'm going to continue to believe. And it's confirmation bias. We do it all the time. Yeah. Um, we 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 do our research and we go online and, and we search out the things that make our theory come true. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and it's just getting out of that echo chamber and continuing to just learn uh, from all sides. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, as from your perspective, what's your favorite moment of the show to be a part of to get on the, through rehearsal so far? What, what's been that moment that you just love being a part yeah, of? Yeah. It'd probably be no, there's, there's yeah. a number called no in the second act and it's just so powerful. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. No, 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 uh, no, no. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so when people come, I think they'll realize and they'll go, Oh yeah. 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 yeah no, that's cool. That a really cool moment. I will agree with you there. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to most getting an audience back in, in a week and having their reaction and their being able to see people and watch people react to everything going on in the show. What are you most excited about? Um, yeah, I think I'm excited. I'm excited about. Well, like Alanis, Alanis attracts so many different people from so many different walks of life. Yeah. Um, musicals can just draw one crowd. Uh, but I think this show will draw in yeah, everyone. Uh, and I, I think it's going back to what I was saying before. I'm excited about the conversations. I'm excited about opening up the newspaper and, and, um, <clears throat> and reading about people hating the show <laughs> yeah. or, or reading people loving the show. And I mean, I'm just excited for what that's going to start and create and, and snowball. Yeah. Create, create the conversations that will continue after. I love that. Yeah. Um, what do you think uh, people, what people that maybe are coming for the Alanis side of things or only know Alanis for her music and everything like that, that are coming for musical theater and theater for the first time. Yeah. Um, what, are some words for them of what to expect and coming to a theater for the first time, what to kind of be open to? Yeah. Um, well, it, I don't think it matters if you've seen musical theater or you've never seen musical theater before. There's a show that kind of like every generation, there's a show or two that kind of defines the next and rent was that in 2001. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you keep going back, like like Godspell, I, I reckon is another one. Wicked. Um, there's there's there are very few shows that that just in very uh, in very Alana's fashion is avant garde and keeps up with the zeitgeist and kind of creates a zeitgeist and yeah. and and creates a new generation of theatre. And that's this show this show for sure. Um, the I cannot wait to see the musicals that come out of this because it's it's truly it's truly nothing like nothing like any musical that I really know. Um, yeah. I, I can't, I can't think of another musical that kind of compares to, in the way that it's so raw and so real, so tangible, um, and, and confronting at the same time, but without being judgmental. Uh, um, City Lali, um, the choreographer, and Mark Kimmelman, the associate, or the coming over from both from the states, keep talking all the time about how the ensemble aren't judgmental. They can't be judgmental. And everything that they do, they're just witnessing it. They're just witnessing it and they're yeah. experiencing it and they're just telling a story. And that's all it is. It's not, yeah, yeah. So 
for those who haven't seen musical theater, you're in for a real treat. Um, not all musicals are like this. Yeah. Uh, for those who, who love musical theater, you're also in for a treat. You're going to be, yeah, yeah, it's going to be flipped on its head and you're, you're going to love it. Yeah, I love that. That's a really thick. And you mentioned the ensemble there. What's this cast been like to work with? Obviously, um, having a family made up of Matt Bathingsweight and Tim Draxel with Emily coming in for her first show as well. <laughs> and then, yeah, right. <laughs> so what's it been like getting to um, create this family and environment with this cast? And Yeah, it's, it's been really great. And you're forced to love each other. Um, not that we had any problems doing that. Um, but with the content of the show, with the themes that we get into, um, there's there's no room for ego and there's no room for, um, yeah, performative nature. It's all about the story. And I truly don't think there's anyone in the cast that that will put themselves first before the show or, or, or anything like that. And it hasn't been like that in the rehearsal room, hasn't been, won't be like that on stage. Um, they're all beautiful people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a truly lovely working environment. Um, yeah, yeah, to be part of. I love that. Um, so opening in a week at the Don't Theatre Royal, right? It's insane. <laughs> How is tech going? Are you guys? It's slow. It's slow. This yeah. is my first, my first pro production. I'm, yeah. I'm learning so much. I'm freaking out. Uh, we have an audience next uh, on, the, on the second, I think, for, yeah. for a preview. Um, but yeah, I'm just taking it as it comes. Tech, tech is pretty, pretty slow. There are a few points in the, in the play where Nick, um, just isn't on stage. And so 20 minutes in a play can be like a whole day for tech. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm keeping myself busy. Plenty of Minecraft, Roblox. (laughs) What was it like going from the rehearsal room to then all of a sudden having costume thrown at you and having lights and seeing it on that? professional stage um compared to what you'd be used to at the con and everything like that what's that process been like for that first show and seeing how things are run at this level remarkably i don't think i i really don't think there's a big difference between um my time con and my my time here it's a very 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 blessed um paul sabi is such a beautiful generous man uh, who runs the con and he's created constructed this course that that truly does um, resemble and and create a professional working environment and that goes from the rehearsal room got to work with Alice Smith this year Dan Venz awesome creatives um, who are who are very well known in the, in the industry uh, and then going on to the con stage I mean I I was in rehearsals here but uh, we just did Greece this year and that got picked up QPAC. And so they're on the lyric stage, the big 2000 yeah. seat theater, and, which is awesome. It's just so cool. And so like in terms of the theaters and the spaces and the money, I suppose that's involved, uh, there's, there's no real difference, but the difference is the expectation that I suppose I put on myself. Uh, and, and we all do. It's, it's a professional show. That's yeah. a whole other standard. People are looking at it through a different lens. Um, and I think it's just taking, trying to strip all that back. And just be like, no, 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 it's exactly the same. There's no difference between your performance here and my performance at the con because there isn't. I mean, I put the same amount of work in there as, yeah. as I will here and the same amount of work I put in in, in the future. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's just take, taking that back. Yeah, amazing. All right. Well, you open in a week, then you're in Sydney for a month, and then you ship off to Melbourne. Uh, so, guys, again, if 
you're going to hear me harp on you for the next two weeks after this to get tickets to this, see the show because I have seen it and I can guarantee you that, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. It doesn't matter who is in the show. I'm, I can't wait to see Liam's portrayal of Nick. It, I'm so excited for that. Um, Are you in Sydney? Are you in Sydney or Melbourne? Or- I'm, in, I'm in Newcastle, so I'm just above yeah. you right now. So yeah. I will be down a couple of times, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but make sure you're getting tickets, jagged, uh, jaggedmusical.com uh, right now to get tickets for Sydney or Melbourne. Uh, Theatre Royal, brand new refurbished theatre, as you would have heard two weeks ago. Um, and then Comedy Theatre for Melbourne. Uh, so make sure you're checking all of that out. To wrap us up, Liam, mm-hmm. besides no, what's... It doesn't have to be a, uh, a scene that you're in. What's your favorite uh-huh. song in the show that you've heard so far? Can I give you two? Yeah, um, far away. One is Lance's Party because I, it's just so, I love the music in that. It just yeah. makes you feel happy. I love you when you're there. It's, it's lovely. Uh, and then the second one would probably be the All I Really Want Dance Break. That's really exciting. Uh, I love watching that. I'm kind of just reading my book on stage. And everyone else is dancing around me. Uh, very jealous. I'm itching to, to join them. But um, but yeah, probably probably those two moments. They're great fun. I love that. All right, guys. Make sure you're getting your tickets. Make sure you're checking out Jagged Socials, Liam's Socials. Everything is down in the description box below. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the We Are Theatre Podcast. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.